here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Robin McCarron. He is sounding off, drunk, in the middle of the road, in a snowstorm, wherever he is. Jeff Hawkins. They give him a big middle finger! (laughs) You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins. I honestly would have rather gotten a DUI tonight. Wow. Are you ready for Kane Roman? The 2011 playbook just got dusted off again. Your two top heels are Enzo and Sami Zayn. And happy Rusev Day. I'm Jeff Hawkins. I'm having a day. That's Rob. Hi, Rob. Hi. <laughs> you learned the gimmick. You just You're turn sh- on and go. I know. I, I thought, well, I, I had my two in. I had my two sentences of intro because I just typed them up because I figured I needed something. <laughs> you've sp- you've stressed me out today. What? And then I get additional stress. What? I stressed yes. you. I am not. I am not a causer of stress. Really? Where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, oh God! I don't even know what my name is now. Rob from Indiana. Rob from Indiana. You can reach us at Rob from Indiana. You can reach Jeff at Crap Game Thirteen. You can be our first follower at Shake Them Ropes. What's going on? What's up? Oh, that's what I'm asking you. Okay. I can tell you what's happening with me. Yeah. I got, I got your message that says, well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about stepping away from the show pretty much. And I'm like, okay, I don't want you to, but you know, I'll Aww. beg you to come back if oh, you want, thanks. but beg me, beg me to return. Beg me well, not I to like leave. doing the show with you. I like it as much as you drive me nuts sometimes like now, What? but how could but, I, how could I drive you crazy? Then, I mean, and then, and then ten minutes later, ten minutes later, I get the I get a message. Call me from from a human resources person at another law firm, and they offer me a job. Sweet, but it's well, it's, okay. It, it's 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 significant raise, but I'd have to quit Fightful, the other podcast, and and it's also the thing that's giving me pause about taking it is it's exempt, which means they own me. So the significant raise is for more work and having to say yes whenever they call me, which means more stress. So I'm having a bit of a day right now. I don't Mm. know what I'm going to do about this job. I'm going to continue doing a podcast one way or another. Yeah. And it's and it's just but but it's like, well, do I give up things I like for sleep? You know, there's no guarantee I get out of the office without doing 12 hour days again. I'm just like, oh, man. But the money is, I mean, it's one, it's one of the first time, it's the first time in 19 years I've been offered significant raise to yeah. leave. And it's like, oh, well, this is new because usually it's, hey, will you take a pay cut to come to a more, you know, friendly law firm, which is the biggest misnomer ever. So it's, it's, it's just, <laughs> I'm stressed. I'm stressed. I'm stressed. Let's talk wrestling. You Let's should, talk this one match show on Sunday. You should you should teach Neville and Nia Jax how to ask or get raises. 
is what you should be doing. Well, I don't think money is necessarily the issue. Oh, I think it is. For both of them? For both of them. When everyone says, oh, what are my plans going forward? Or I don't like the push or the plans that I have uh, in the future. Well, yeah, because if you don't like your plans and you're not in the plans, guess what you're doing? You're making less money. If I'm Neville, if I'm Neville and I was just on Raw and I was wrestling on pay-per-views and sometimes I wasn't even wrestling on pay-per-views, like I had this big push in my career and I was not on the WrestleMania main show and I'm on the pre-show a couple of times and now I'm not the champion and you're going with someone else against Enzo and I'm just going to be wrestling on openers on 205 Live, lucky to get one Raw match a week. That's not, oh, I'm not happy with that push because, oh, my creative abilities. It's, I'm going to make no money. I, you know what? I disagree though somewhat because I work in creative industries as well. And you know what? You could give me, you know, there's a, there's a ceiling to the amount of money you make versus how happy you are. If you're not happy in your job. Now, don't get me wrong. More money can make you happy for a short time, but then your, but then your standard of living goes up. And you right. spend but it and then, you, and then it becomes, and then it becomes, well, I'm still doing the same suck job. Sure. But if you're not, Neville, they're not feeding me at all. If so you're Neville like, and you were doing your, your, you know, Dragon Gate USA's and your revolves and your other independent events and your UK and you go to WWE, you're going to WWE because that's where the money is. Yes. So you're but going you're there to begin with. And well, he's, he's had the biggest year of his career in WWE where he's in important segments on raw. He's, he's doing pay-per-view matches. Yes. Sometimes on the pre-show, but he's doing something. The first thing he's really done since he got there, he, he may have been having his most fun. And now that's about to end. Like if you're never like, okay, I got shafted on the WrestleMania payday. Cause I'm not on the DVD. So I'm getting no royalties for that. I'm, I'm no longer going to be on the show. And I've seen what these other guys are doing. I've seen the Mustafa Ali's. I've seen the Drew Gulak's. I've seen the Rich Swans. Rich Swan was cruiserweight champion for a day, right? And he's nowhere to be seen. He's doing 205 live and that's it. That's, that's my future. That's my future. If I'm not in this cruiserweight title picture, I'm not wrestling, you know, the main guys on raw at this point, this is what I'm seeing for myself. And if he goes in, I'm like, okay, I'm not happy with this. I want something better. And they say, well, there's nothing for you right now. You're going to be on 205 Live. You may quit because you just had those successful months where you were making more money than you had been before. You could have been doing something more creative. And now that's about to end. Okay, and he doesn't want me, to go back me, to that. Let me posit, let me posit a, uh, a, a counterpoint to you then. Other than, other than that, the, the matches against Austin Aries, so to speak. When was the last time Neville was allowed to do a match that would get a crowd interested in him and to cheer and to make him motivated to, I mean, there's, there's a litany of guys on, on both rosters. I mean, we know, okay. We, we cause we kind of had this discussion last week. We know WWE is not a pure wrestling company. We know that, 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 I mean, and that's the disconnect between us and our, and our unhappiness watching it is that we know that it could ha- be a much better wrestling product. If, you know, I mean, I want promos. People want better work rate matches. I get it. We can have all that if in a perfect world, but it's not. But it's also the fact that only certain people get the chance to be able to get a crowd to not, you know, throw beach balls during Neville's match. You know, Bailey hasn't had a great match in, in what, two years now? I mean, you know, there, there are people like that that care about these things and they care. So that would make them unhappy. And I don't think there's, I mean, 
you could give them more money, but eventually they're going to still, again, be unhappy. If you're unhappy, money's not going to – unless it's about just money. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's about just money, you're you're exactly correct. I'll I'll throw five hundred grand at you, and you go travel the world and stay in hotels and be away from your family and and you know, what whatever. But I mean, if if there is an artistic component to this, the money, I mean, it, the money is only going to do so much to cure it. I I understand, but I I think both could be true. I, this yes. this was the most creative year of Neville's career in WWE too, and he's seeing both of those come crashing down. Yeah, but I mean, it depends. I mean, okay, he he took this king gimmick and ran with it. Oh yeah, he, he did. did. Oh yeah, he did. But but at what point does he say, okay, now I'd like to put my own words in there? You gave me this character. Let me take over and see what I can do with it. You know, there there, there might be that aspect to it too. I mean, there th- those th- those are two things that can be true as well. A lot of reports out there that Nia Jax walked out. Some more speculative reports saying it could be because of her, you know, future. You know, she was here. Uh, she was scheduled for the Sasha Banks match, the pre-show match that Alicia Fox is now in. No Bailey am, on this pay-per-view coming up. What do you make of I, Nia Jax? I'm, well, I mean, I don't want to speculate at all because I don't know anything. So, but I was told that she's opinionated, but she's well liked. So, but but they don't hold that against her. So, but I, you know, I, I don't see Nia Jax's situation being the same as Neville's necessarily. No, because, because she didn't have the ups that Neville did this yeah. year either. Yeah. But maybe I mean I, she's wondering like okay when's the time for me? Like I keep getting these monster pushes and then all of a sudden I'm not on the pay-per-view. Yeah, it's um, very hot cold hot cold it, hot it cold is, and it's like it how been, do you yep. how do you feel about me? You know, just let me know these things. I mean, it, it could be just a lack of information that's pissing people off. It's like where are you going with me? What kind of care are you taking with my character right now? What is the end game of all this? I mean, knowledge is is something that that helps a lot of people in show business, you know, perform. I mean, if, if, if you were on any other TV show coming in there and the script's still being written as you go in, you, you, you'd say, look, I'll be in my trailer. Come to me when you get your crap together. But they can't say that. So it's, you know, it could be a litany of things again. I don't want to, I, I, I don't want to sound like I know something when I don't. So I'm not going to. Uh, let's talk about how shitty the Shield reunion's been. Um, in some ways. Oh, some a lot of I've been on this train since the ways. very start. A lot of ways. I'll give, I'll give I mean, you, I'll from from the open, when you have Dean and Seth going back and forth, like, oh, who's the good one? Who's the bad one? Oh, I screwed up. Oh, I screwed up. Oh, you screwed up. Oh, you screwed up. I mean, this should have been Seth Rollins chasing Dean Ambrose's affection the whole time. Not back and forth. Not not making forced. Like, oh, I, I did something wrong this time. Now, will you be on my side? The whole the whole start of this was a joke. Okay, but yes. now we got Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins together, okay? And all of a sudden, Roman Reigns is coming in. We, we, we throw Sheamus and Cesaro in here as if they had any tie to the Miz. No, they're just, they're just buddies now. And that's what kind of connects the dots with Roman Reigns back to Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. And we're all cool, as if Dean Ambrose needed... Dean Ambrose and Roman were always cool together, right? They weren't, they weren't enemies at any point. And Dean is just like, oh, I'm going to have to get this guy back on my side. No, it should have been all Seth again. Seth should have 
basically been begging Roman Reigns to forgive him, right? And Seth Rollins at no point on TV did we see Seth Rollins fight to get Roman back on his side. We got the little segment at the end of Raw where they're all on the screen together, and then next week, they're a team again. What did Seth Rollins do? Did Roman Reigns make him promise anything? Did Roman Reigns ask for any ways that, why should I forgive you? Like, all of a sudden, they're just back. And I see the people who have been going on about how this was such a well-told story and so long in the making. And I'm like, what Wait, the so fuck are you talking about? That? Someone said that? There are That's people saying crap. that. That is crap. Well, that is in, absolute crap. WWE <laughs> consultant and expert storyteller Max Landis is out there, probably the one of the highest, uh, uh, most well-known names saying this. And I'm like, what the? Usually, I... I don't give Max Landis the crap that some people do. I actually like Max Landis and what he says I and a lot of his well. opinions. Mm-hmm. But this one was like outrageous. What are you talking no. about? Like this was great. Some great storytelling. Yeah. Let me, let me get in on this. There's absolutely no motivation for any of the heels to be together. You're exactly right about that. There's really no oh, motivation shit. for the baby faces to be together a little bit, but not much. Not much at all. No, there was no reason to get back together other than other than a cynical marketing ploy to get Roman over. And that's weird in and of itself because people are people will cheer the shield and they'll still boo Roman, which is insane in so many ways. Yes, we love this shield until Roman starts talking and then we hate it again. Um, the the only positive, and this is what has helped me a little bit in this. Is that Dean Ambrose looks motivated again? Oh, yeah, it looks Dean, like he has yep. his swagger back finally. Yeah, because Dean That's was a disaster thing. on his own. Well, yeah. Oh, Dean was just yes, just was, a disaster I mean, on his own. Prop comic, prop comic Dean, prop comic Dean. And now yeah, you have um, you have Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, who had you know somewhat successful careers on their own a little bit. Dean Ambrose was a singles champion. Seth Rollins was the world champion. Dean was world champion there for a short time, and of course they have to go back to the chest protector gimmicks because Roman Reigns is the main star. We got to use his music again. We got to do his look again. Oh, I'll do, I'll go back into what you were saying. I mean, we have, okay, we had Miz and the Miz Taraj. We decided the Miz Taraj is two big geeks. So we get Seamus and Cesaro involved in this, but we can't build up Seamus and Cesaro as actual badasses. We have Seamus kind of, you know, peacocking to the crowd and Cesaro's gimmick, instead of just being the guy who broke his effing teeth and, and is still here and is just a tough SOB that they'll have to fight. No, he's the guy who has to talk funny because he had a dental problem and had to get surgery. That takes, and so we add Braun in because Braun's a monster, but then Braun's now the talking monster giving exposition. I am the announcement table. You know, no, nobody wants that. We just want you to smash crap and we want this to make sense. And then we bring in Kane who <laughs> is running for mayor of a county in Tennessee and they never explain why he's there. It's, it's, oh, well, it's this. I, I know we didn't get the explanation why is there. I'm actually not so down on the Kane thing because it somewhat makes sense. And we'll talk about that when we get to this TLC show. Hold on. No, I'm oh, going to cut you off. I I'm gotta, cutting you off right okay, there. No, fine. I'm cutting you, you cut off. me off. You cut me off. Sorry, sponsors. I'm, I'm, I'm cutting you off because you need to make this make sense before the show rather than us fantasy booking a reason why. It's just uh, now now going to the sponsor. Speaking of making sense, if you're in need of great talent for your business, but shorter on time, it just makes sense to try Zip Recruiter today. With Zip Recruiter, you can post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. 
ZipRecruiter then puts its smart matching technology to work, actively notifying qualified candidates about your job within minutes of posting so you receive the best possible matches. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other hiring sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on the right candidates finding you. It finds them. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. And the easy-to-use ZipRecruiter dashboard lets you manage your hiring process from start to finish all in one place. ZipRecruiter truly is the smartest way to hire. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by growing businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. Right now, our listeners here on Shake Them Ropes can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com shake. That's ZipRecruiter.com shake. One more time, write it down, click it, go to your web browser right now. Listen to us in the background while you go to your web browser and keep listening to Jeff and I's soothing voices while you try out ZipRecruiter.com. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash shake. Did Let me you, tell you something, Rob. Tell me something. You, you you have far better bedside manner when it comes to transitions into sponsor things. I listen to podcasts all day of various stripes. And some of some of the transitions into live reads are just, <laughs> man, I'm tired. Not You're great. tired. What? Well, you should try a Casper mattress. You know, whatever. You know. <laughs> oh man, the last thing I ate was popcorn. Speaking of eating, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I, I I wasn't even done I, before we get to Kane. Okay. This shield, so the buildup all to now has been crazy bad. But now, the shield's first big match as a reunited team isn't just against Miz, isn't just against Miz and the bar, the three guys that kind of got him into this mess. Now we're putting focus on other guys. Braun Strowman, and then the aforementioned Kane, Mr. Glenn Jacobs, mayoral candidate for Knox County, Tennessee. It's five on three. Mm-hmm. Now, other other podcasts and other websites, and, and you yourself may be thinking the same thing. Oh, five on three matches—it's crap. Do I do I want to see the Shield beat up all these five guys? First of all, Braun Strowman should take these three guys out by himself. He has been lately. Why would it be any different in a TLC match? And if the Shield wins, these five guys are geeks. If the five guys win, so much for the Shield reunion. It's, it's lame. There's so much potential to make guys geeks in the, in this, anyone, thing. anyone in this match. And then what is it building up to? Is WWE going to promote this show on five on three only to promote a five on five match next week or next time? What if the good guys win? Why do they need two more dudes? I mean, we, we could have a litany of, I'm using that word litany a lot today. We could have a lot of prop bets on this. Will you know, will Braun Strowman quit on the team and just walk away so that, you know, this carnage doesn't happen? It's like Jimmy Jacobs was the only voice back there saying, okay, we got to keep this three on three, three on three. And Vince is like, I want to put Braun Strowman in it, damn it. And Jimmy Jacobs is like, no, dude, we can't do that. We can't do it. It wouldn't make sense. Don't do it. You're fired, Jimmy Jacobs. Let's put Braun in there. And they fucking call Kane. Why? Where the fuck is he? And now there's <laughs> reports coming out here that Undertaker might be back. As early as Survivor Series. First of all, no, that's not happening, guys. 
Ignore those rumors. It's not happening. If it does, I'll eat a hat. It's not happening. <laughs> okay. By the way, CM Punk is working on his second fight. No, he's not. In camp. Yes, no, he is. Not. No, he's not. His coach just said. Yeah. Okay. His coach. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. CM Punk's never fighting again. All right. Never fighting for the first time. Uh, Kane makes sense. Kane was in the Shield's first ever match. Now he's back. He's he's back for retribution. Okay. He he had a heated rivalry with the Shield. So that that isn't the worst thing about this. I don't know why you're keeping Braun Strowman involved in this. It's not making Braun Strowman any hotter. What, do you have to rehab him? And how are you going to rehab him? By making his team lose? I don't care if you pin The Miz. I don't care if you pin Cesaro. And you don't even have to pin anybody because it's a TLC match. What are you going to say? I guess you do have to pin. They're not fighting for anything. There's no title up there. You're going to have to pin the dudes. You're probably going to have all three guys put Braun Strowman through a table, keeping him out of the match so that they can go beat up Cesaro and pin him. So it's going to be like, oh, it took three guys to beat up Braun Strowman. It's the usual thing. Why have him involved in this whatsoever? And it's not like you didn't have any space. You have room to put Braun Strowman in something else. Braun Strowman could easily just destroy someone else on this show. Titus O'Neil, Apollo Crews, whoever. There's no reason for Braun Strowman to have to be involved in this. The S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion was big enough by itself. And what really gets me about this whole thing is not only was the shield reunion poorly written also kind of felt to me rushed. And it's obviously that it was rushed because now you have them headlining the show all because Brock Lesnar isn't there. So we need some big type of main event to sell this show, both on the network, definitely live. We need some reason to sell this show because Brock Lesnar isn't here. Let's put the shield back together. This three year long storyline. No, it would have been a long-term storyline. Had you had the finish in place and you knew what you wanted to do. But I don't think two years ago when they broke up, they thought, oh, you know what? TLC, after our brand split that hasn't even happened yet, I want to put these guys back together. Let's build towards that. That wasn't happening. Summer, well, by summer, the time we want to get them back together, Roman will be a huge star. Oh, yeah. Love so, him. Summer was coming, and we're like, Brock Lesnar's gone. What are we going to do to sell this show? Let's put Roman Reigns back with the shield. I'm surprised you're not angry at what seems to me going to be the follow-up feud after this. We're getting Kane versus Roman. That's the move again. This is, I mean, you remember every time they put the belt on the, the guy that they never really wanted to push. Yeah. You put, you put him in the first match with Kane. Would be Kane. Of course. Yeah. Of course. But I, I don't even, I, yeah, okay. Maybe they will do that. Maybe they will do that. I don't know why, but maybe they will. I, I don't see the shield being done after this show though. I see them going to survivor series, whether it is a five on five or whatever. I don't see him necessarily being done after this. Brock Lesnar's going to wrestle Jinder Mahal on Survivor Series. What's going to happen on the Raw side? There's no universal title match. And if Brock Lesnar and Jinder Mahal is non-title, just champion versus champion, you have two of your main titles not on the show. So you're going to have to have Roman Reigns in some type of Survivor Series match and not a singles match. You don't have John Cena on the show. So your, your top title being defended on that show is going to be the U.S. Championship mm-hmm. with Baron Corbin. Aaron Corbin, big banter. Unless you want to say if Alexa Bliss is still the champion, which I think she will be, then Alexa Bliss defending her title is the top match. SmackDown Women's Championship, I'm not so sure about. Intercontinental Championship, I'm not so sure about. The Miz, what is he going to do in a singles match? He might be on a five-on-five again. This Survivor Series show has all the makings to be a complete disaster. Mm -hmm. So that's two pay-per-views in a row, all because you have to have the shield together especially living in the shadow of war games for NXT. 
the previous night. Which that show has all the makings to be the weekend stealer and possibly more so than any NXT on a Saturday night has been before. Mm-hmm. This is going to be not a fun next two months. Interesting, sure, but just mind boggling. And I can see the other side of it. Okay. Yeah. The shield reunion is cool. It doesn't matter if it was well built up. It's just cool that these three dudes are together again. Could have been a lot cooler. Could have been a lot cooler if properly, yeah, properly built up to me. So sometimes when I say that, or I hear people say it, it just sounds so like we're not in the writer's room. We don't know snobby. what's going on. It, it does sound snobby. snobby. And it, but it's it does. not, you know, we're not, we're not screwing the writers that that's the thing people want to do oh these writers don't know how to write no these writers have great ideas i've known some of them they have outside the box thinking but if your showrunner doesn't care about great ideas then then they're not gonna make tv why do you always have to be anti-wwe this is cool can't you just let something be cool wouldn't you like it to be cooler wouldn't you like to see some of this stuff reach its like top potential and not just yes, mediocre just potential. It. It, it, it's setting, setting the bar low, so to speak. But, uh, you know, the, your hottest feud Monday to me was Alicia Fox and Sasha Banks. Oh, I, it's that, heated. It's heated for that, sure. That, that backstage segment was the best fight I've seen in, in months. I think on WWTV or yeah, <laughs> you know, and then Alicia Fox is just, a, she's sneaky underrated. To oh, me. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I agree. both I ag- in character and in the ring. She's well, and she's had, she's been there for a long time. Uh, she's been there for a while and it's been, uh, you know, quite some time since she was last in an important match. And yeah, this is a pre-show match, but Hey, it's a singles match on a pay-per-view for Alicia Fox. That hasn't happened. And if, and if it does, it's certainly not a big, huge deal. And this could be a big, huge deal for her, for the show. Alicia She's Fox punching Sasha in the nose. It's great. Yeah. Alicia Fox, Sasha Banks. That is your kickoff show match at uh, TLC TLC happening in what Minnesota. I think it is. Yeah. Minneapolis, Minnesota, the target center. Um, Sasha Banks is going to win this one. I mean, Alicia Fox was put in there as a replacement for Nia Jax. Uh, now, sometimes if you believe the rumors that Neville was supposed to be in the spot that Callisto got, in that lumberjack match that Callisto was supposed to have his first shot at the TLC pay-per-view, but because they, because Neville walked out and they put Callisto in the lumberjack match on raw, that's why they changed the title. If you are a believer that they changed the, the, the storylines of the plans that much when something doesn't go how they exactly planned it, then you might say Alicia Fox wins here. And it's a small step back for Sasha Banks. Maybe Sasha Banks isn't in an important match scheduled for Survivor Series and it will be a five on five and you can give Alicia Fox the win here and maybe rematch him on Raw where Sasha gets the comeuppance. I could see something like that happening but to Mm. me when Sasha Banks is in there with the Alicia Foxes of the world and the Emmas of the world, you give Sasha Banks the win. Oh, Sasha's winning and I think think Fox does a tantrum to pop the crowd or whatever and that's, that's your match. I because I also see the Cruiserweight title switching hands again so I, I think i think i think you know you can only have one upset on the pre-show chances that nia jack shows up sometime on the show 50 50 yeah i think it's pretty equal to I, I i you know a little week break a week break and we and we say okay you're gonna be in something you're gonna we're gonna have the survivor series match and then move, boom you might be in the title picture calm down here's a better idea come back okay plus you got oscar yeah. there hey do you want to have a pay-per-view main event match with oscar Again, 
Sure. Or no, it was Bailey. It was Bailey first time. I don't think did she ever fight Oscar? She believe, fought Oscar on NXT. I, I believe Oscar and Nia Jax was a singles match. At a takeover? I don't know on a takeover. Man, okay. what was uh was Nia Jax the opponent for Asuka at a takeover WrestleMania weekend? Mm, no. I have this weird feeling that once all the other I mean, I know they wrestled for the title. I know they have. I just don't remember if it was on a takeover. All right. Asuka faces her toughest challenge yet in Nia Jax at NXT TakeOver. Is my volume okay. down? Because this is going to have volume. When did this match happen? Uh, TakeOver The End, which was in June after WrestleMania okay. weekend. Yeah. So she did have a okay. TakeOver main event match with Asuka. Uh, but do it again. Right? Sure. I mean, you have a pay-per-view in December for the Raw side. Do it again. Do you have a pay-per-view for the Raw side? Or is it a SmackDown show in December? This might be the last Raw show until February. These pay-per-view schedules are so confusing. Yeah. I I look this up all the time because it's just so confusing. Like when these things are, and we had so many events just in a three-week span here, it seems like, or maybe it was four weeks, but it was insane. So 2017, this is how we're looking for the rest of this year on pay-per-view. We have TLC coming up here, November 22nd. It's this Sunday. Survivor Series, November 19th, and then the SmackDown pay-per-view Clash of Champions in Boston. So John Cena, probably back for that one. uh, Boston, Massachusetts, Clash of Champions, December. So we are going to have no Raw pay-per-view in November, no Raw pay-per-view in December, and no Raw pay-per-view in January. That's the way it's looking right now, with Royal Rumble happening January 28th. So unless they sneak somehow a pay-per-view in there in early January for the Raw side which they have not announced yet. We are three months away. November, December, January, February. We are four months away from the next Raw solo show. Jeez. Four months away. We're still two months away from the next, from the next SmackDown show. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to have these five-on-five matches at SmackDown or Survivor Series between Raw guys and SmackDown guys, it's not like you're really progressing much in the way of storylines here. Just throwing together guys in a five-on-five. And no raw stuff. No raw stuff at all. It feels like a con. <laughs> oh, we don't have anything. We're just going to put product out there. New people will watch and it. It's Where the crazy else are you going to go? Oh, I know. I mean, God, unless they turn, could this be why they're doing a live raw on December 25th? Do you have the balls on your lowest rated night of the year to do a pay-per-view caliber card as if it's this special event? And if you're not doing that, take the week off. It's an excuse to get one less week of television written because you have no pay-per-views during that time. Rob, you've convinced me. I'm the one leaving Shake Them Ropes. <laughs> but no, I... no. We have sponsors signed up through 2018. Someone's got to host the show. Okay. Someone's okay. got to host it. I'll be here then. That's right. Um, hey, think about that though, Jeff. You host the show. I leave. You get all the sponsor money. Ooh, I, wait, I, I all oh, the spots. That's not something you want to bring up. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, 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 this pay-per-view, I mean, the best match on this show could possibly be the six minute semi squash of Asuka and Emma. Oh, I'm look, I'm looking forward to that the most on this show. Well, I love, I love Asuka because yep. she's my ride or die. But, and I love um, Emma. 
And Emma's great. Emma's Emma's great, but I don't know how much they're gonna let her show. But it could still be the best match because the 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 main draw is a spectacle car crash where you hope one of the participants does not get injured for a number of months, as has kind of been the case. Yep. Of TLC, the pay per view. Well, it's been it's been the case of both Sheamus and Cesaro. They've had bad luck in these types of ladder matches. Mm-hmm. They've had bad luck, and one of them's going to die, and it's no good. I don't want either of them to die. Uh, Asuka and Emma is the best singles match in the show. Obviously, the Shield ladder match, it will be nuts. It, you know, take out how we got here, how we have Kane in this match, how we have Braun Strowman in this match. Take out how we got here. Once that pay-per-view starts and that match takes place, it will be a fun spectacle for like 45 minutes. It'll be a good time. But the yeah. rest of the show... I mean, Alicia Fox, Sasha Banks will be interesting to see how hard they hit each other, right? Let me cut you. Let me cut you off real quick. Go for it. As fun a spectacle as the TLC match will be, we have the anti-fun spectacle as well on this show. Callisto and Enzo. No, <laughs> I know what you're going for. Callisto and Enzo to me is that match though. This has oh, really? Botchamania City written all over it. It it it's not going to be a great match, but I'm going to say something. Enzo's a great heel. Yeah, he is a. Oh, phenomenal yeah. No, he's doing fantastic. He's doing fantastic. And now he's the multimillionaire great heel who's buying other people off. And he may not even be a multimillionaire in this storyline. He doesn't have to be. He could be giving these guys 15 bucks. And they might be on his side. Mama always said money don't spend itself. They don't so. have they don't have t-shirts. They don't have t-shirts out there. You know, $15 is the price of them getting royalties on one shirt. It's one more yeah. than they get elsewhere. Uh yes, the demon. God. Also known as Finn Balor, facing Sister Abigail, also known as Bray Wyatt. Who knows if Bray Wyatt will be healthy enough? Because there are reports out there that he has meningitis, and that's why he's been kept off of, uh, Good of television. Lord, yeah, Meneng- yep. That, that's no, that's no joke, man. That is. I thought it, when, when they said, "Oh, we we may keep the family from because they've been keeping uh, Bo and Bray and JoJo." away from the show i thought well maybe it's pink eye or so meningitis that's that's serious yes that's, and uh, I, I guess i should reclassify let's get into reckless speculation here apparently bo dallas i believe is the one being reported as having it and they're keeping jojo and bray away just for safety to make sure they don't you know have anything like that uh so bray wyatt who knows right now i mean they seem pretty confident that this match is going to happen sister abigail the demon um just ridiculous Singles match. You yeah. know this one with six matches on the main show right now. You know this one is going 15 minutes, and there might be this some is, weird spectacle at the end. And oh. who knows what the hell's going to happen? Are we going to get? Are we going to get a singing child? Are we going to get a? Uh, are we going to get like uh, what was it? The exploding uh, monitors, exploding uh, TV you, monitor with art with uh, VGA cables included. If you want to see me humiliate myself, go watch the first two minutes of the Fightful Smackdown after show last night because I gave my homage to Sister Abigail. It was uh, it was brilliant in every way. Um, yeah, this is going to be something's happening on here. And it, and, it, and it's going to be one of those things where where you're going to hear the screams on Twitter about what what they're doing to Finn Balor Dude. here. You're gonna um, you're gonna hear the screams in the arena because they're gonna play screams over the loudspeakers. I just know they are. With maggots on being yep. put on the on the canvas. Yeah. Sure, well, I thought you were not? gonna I thought you were gonna say with maggots on the screams. That would be some type of technical 
achievement. The yeah. boogeyman will come out and eat some worms. It'll be great. You say that jokingly, but like there's a prop bet that that's a seven to one favorite to happen. Is there really a prop bet the on The boogeyman will make is. an appearance. I believe there is. I don't have the facts in front of me right now. I'm Perfect. pretty certain. I'm pretty I, I certain the boogeyman. Rob. I do. Yeah, yeah. Confirm <laughs> it. Put it on the scroll. Boogeyman set to appear at WWE TLC, according to Jeff Hawkins. Uh, Brian Kendrick and Jack Gallagher facing Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan because, hey, we've got time. Let's put some cruiserweights on the show. Over under. Over under on the number of cruiserweights that will actually make an appearance during this match. I'm putting the over under at eight and a half. So I'd have to put nine. So if you think there's going to be nine, you would take the over. Man, because I think it's right at about, let's see. That's why, that's why you put the odds there. Because that's, it could go either way. It can go, well, let's face it. We're going to have Mustafa Ali there. We're going to have Drew Gulak there. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. We obviously got the four participants in the match. So that's six right now. Do you think Arya Davari shows up? Yeah. Uh, I, I do. So that would be seven. So we're getting closer. I th- yeah. I don't know who else is there. Actually, Grand Metallic. There's your eight. So the question is, will one more show up? Will one more person than those eight show up there? Well, you have Swan, Alexander, Gallagher, and Kendrick in the tag match. You have Gulak, Dar, Arya oh, Davari. There you go. No, uh, I'm Dar. Yeah, no, you you have eight, and then you have the two in the cruiserweight title match. Yeah, no, you're gonna have you're gonna well, have the, I'm I'll not take the over. counting them. I'm talking the just in the segment, just in the segment. But the, you named nine people. You have the four in the match, and you have Noam Dar, you have Grand Metallic, you have Mustafa Ali, you have Arya Davari, and you have Drew Gulak. That's nine, right there in that one segment. It could happen. Put them all on the show. Why not? Okay, does it, does it matter? We're, we're getting a PowerPoint presentation, by the way. Oh, that's right. We uh, I forgot about that. Not an official match. Not on the Wikipedia listening. Uh, there, We are having a Drew Gulak championship PowerPoint presentation. Now, he is aligned right now with Enzo Amore. So what the hell could this presentation actually be? Um, I think it's going to be, because it's, it's gotten over on 205, it's going to be pretty much the same thing as on 205. It's going to be about no chance. It'll probably be returning to Zawa to come kick him in the throat or oh, something. Oh, and you have Akira Tozawa. Yes. So many cruiserweights on this show. This may as well be all a them, cruiserweight pay-per-view. All of, them getting a, all of them getting a flat fee and all of them are unhappy, according to various sources who quote voices of wrestling out of context. Yeah. <laughs> man contracts are different for different folks mm-hmm. doesn't matter who wins this match right no uh which one the this cruiserweight tag team match like there's no, oh, no there's no upside for anyone who wins no one cares about the winner of this it's going to be a colossal no, just segment of cruiserweights no but gallagher took that lumbar check like a champ on monday night man that thing was that was awesome does it even matter that. it's gonna be a sh- it's going to be a shame because I think they're losing again. I think it's just so that we can watch Rich Swan and Cedric Alexander dance. Does it even matter who wins the demon versus sister Abigail match? Like, is this uh, going to be more than a one week thing for sister Abigail? Like, is this what Bray Wyatt's going to be for the rest of the year? Yes. But Finn Finn's done. If he loses this, he's absolutely done as any kind of championship credible thing. He's going to be upper mid card fighting with Elias again. 
Get in Finn Balor's head for a moment. Are you happy with what's going on with your career this year when you were the universal champion before your injury? No. Like, is this something fun for you? Like, are you enjoying the dress up? Are you enjoying the face painting? Are you, I I know you've been doing it for years, but you usually did it for like big matches. Now WWE has turned it into a gross, just weird clown show. Literally. This was your, I'm I'm, money for Legos though. I guess. I mean, I'm going, I'm going into these big, huge matches and I'm doing this for artistic creativity and I'm making these in these, you know, extravagant entrances. And I go into NXT and I'm still doing it for the extravagant entrances. I'm not always dressing up. I'm not always painting. And now I go into this raw feud and these matches are built around. It's not just a special entrance for my match. The matches are built around the fact that I dress up. Yeah. Well, maybe you are. Maybe, maybe you're happy. I could see him being happy doing this. Extra just, knowing his, just knowing his time Legos. will come. Yeah, will his time come, though? I mean, it's not coming anytime soon. Think no. this guy's getting a match with Brock Lesnar before WrestleMania? No. And then if Roman Reigns wins the title at WrestleMania, you think Finn Balor's one of his top feuds? Uh, that's a possibility. See, I, I see the Shield going, you know, staying as a unit, maybe having some singles matches here and there and the tag team titles, obviously, but not doing a lot of three-on-three matches. I say the Shield being a union until WrestleMania and the night after Roman Reigns is the champ and Dean Ambrose or Seth again, probably Dean Ambrose this time, turns on Roman like, hey, you're the champion now. This has been fun, but I'm in it for the I'm in it for the prize. I'm in it for the money. How about Roman turning on on, on Seth both and of them? Uh, Dean? Yeah, I don't need you fuckers. Mm-hmm. I'm the world heavyweight goddamn champion of wrestling. What do I need you geeks uh- for? Quit wearing my vest. That's my gimmick. I sell the vests. You don't. Go back to throwing <laughs> popcorn on people. Go back to running down a hot dog stand to the ring. Because that is pro wrestling. Dean. You are fired up tonight. Cut a promo on the hot dog stand, Roman. Then I'll take you seriously. <laughs> well, you know, he is a bigger draw than most people in, in wrestling. Alexa Bliss. Reigns. Alexa Bliss, Mickey James. For the Raw Women's Championship. This is one of two title matches on this show. It is the main Um, title being defended on this program. Mickey James has been great lately. Alexa Bliss. Sneaky great. Sneaky great. I I was not a big fan of the fake crying, like the stopping your glorious, uh, your not glorious, but your happy-ish promo to just pretend to be sad and start crying there for a little bit. I honestly thought Mickey James, when she did that on Raw, was, was just mocking. The fact that Alexa Bliss is trying to get to her, like, I'm not gotten to by this at all. And then she goes into her sad, like, yeah, I'm a little gotten to. I'm a little upset by what Alexa Bliss has been saying. I could have done without that. But otherwise, Mickey James, fantastic. And I'm looking forward to this match. I think it'll really help Alexa Bliss out. And I think the the people will be behind it because Alexa Bliss is compelling. And Mickey James is, you know, not a legend in WWE, but a veteran, someone that they've seen in the top before. And they respect. I think it'll be an interesting match. She had a certain star swagger in that tag team match on Monday. She did, it which was, is the first time that she's seemed like a big star since her return. Yeah, it was it was cool. And the way she del- has been delivering promos, you know, as dreadful as they are of late, has, has been really, really good. There was a part of me that entertained until the ending of this match, Mickey James possibly winning so that she'd be the one that Asuka beat for the title. Because they had that great match at NXT, and I think she does a better match than Alexa Bliss against Asuka. 
but uh, no, Alexa Bliss is winning this. Yeah, Alexa Bliss is winning. Because Alexa Bliss and Asuka, if you really want to go that far, if you're going to do a Ronda Rousey thing at WrestleMania, if you're going to do some type of horsewoman thing, Asuka and Alexa Bliss is the type of WrestleMania match you put on there. Mm-hmm. So can they hold out that long? We ask, can they hold out that long? There's two pay-per-views for the Raw side in between Survivor Series and WrestleMania. It's the Royal Rumble and whatever Raw show happens in February. That's it. It's a long time. So they could easily stretch these matches out at this point. Like, there's no, oh, can they make this go for the next six months? Yes, because the next six months, pay-per-view-wise, are really just about two months. It's going to be a weird time coming up from December to January. It's going to be very strange without this Raw show. Uh, The Shield versus five dudes. Where's your money at? Does the Shield win in their big reunification bout? Or do they give it smartly to the five dudes who are big and <laughs> tough guys? I think the five dudes eventually bicker and it gets worn down to eventually being a fair match, perhaps. God, you know what? They could possibly just all leave and leave the Miz out there and just have them pin the Miz. I mean, I don't know. I, I, Roman is pinning somebody on this team, and I don't think it's going to be Braun. It can be any of the other five except Braun. That, that's, that's the match. You think that Roman and Kane is the way to go. Could it be, you know, are, are they crazy enough to where something happens between Braun and Kane in this match? And that's your next Braun Strowman, like, just, I'm going to kill the career of Kane. Could Braun Strowman be the end of Kane? That's possible. He ended that's a big very, show. That, that's a good, that's a good call. I, I, I couldn't deal with that, but I think, I think the story they're going to do here is the Undertaker tie-in with, with Roman. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like, you took out my brother. Took out Mm -hmm. my brother, ended his career. And by ended his career, I mean, LOL, you're Roman Reigns. Of course, Undertaker's coming back. (laughs) I love your cynicism about that. That's so great. Oh, boy. Uh, Brock Lesnar, Jinder Mahal is the main event of Survivor Series. Oh, jeez. You want to talk about a crowd that's probably going to turn on that finish? I think. I don't know. Do you think they wait until the finish to turn on it? Oh, no, no, no. They're going to be on this match booing like crazy, except for when Brock does strength spots. That That's going to be it. Because Jinder ain't getting anything Jinder, on this. Jinder Mahal doing offense to Brock Lesnar. Imagine how that's going to go. I mean, it'll be worse than Randy Orton trying to do offense to Brock Lesnar. And Randy Orton really oh. didn't get that much offense. He didn't get any. Oh, the prop bet is how long into the match until Brock gets frustrated and just says, screw you. You're not getting anything else. <laughs> that That's that's what's interesting to me. But I mean, because I don't see this being there's going to be no clean finish here, even if it's a non-title match, because Brock's going to be fed. To Roman and gender needs to be kept strong for whatever tour you would think so. And whoever gets taken out, the no, December I, I, pay-per-view. I, think, I think Brock gets DQ'd or counted out or something, gets his heat ba- back by killing the Singh brothers. And, 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 and that's how the, the, the pay-per-view ends. So if that happens, I, well, you'd say the pay-per-view ends, but if that is actually how the match goes, wouldn't you think there would be some type of main event on top of that, whether it's a raw versus SmackDown five on five, some oh, yeah. type of five on five is going to have more importance to where they put that on last, especially get Brock Lesnar and Jinder's not a title match. Get my John Cena, Samoa Joe match. Finally. Yeah. I don't think you're, you're not getting John Cena on the show, man. No, I know that. 
Samoa Joe, yeah, Samoa Joe will be back at some point. A lot of people thought that the uh, fifth hold on, man. Hold on. We need to we need to freeze the tape there huh. just for saying. I am opining and or pining, not opining, pining hmm. for a John Cena match on a card. Yep. What has happened to me? Because pay per views don't. It was like WCW pay per views without Hulk Hogan there in the uh, late nineties. Oh, I never wanted Hogan on a pay per view. Oh yeah, but they didn't feel special if Hogan wasn't there. They felt great when Hogan was. No, man. I mean, if you were stuck with rot- watching Ric Flair's dilapidated course on a pay-per-view in WCW, oh. I will kill you. <laughs> All right, we're back. Sami Zayn's cool. I refuse to let you end the show like that. No, I... Yeah, no, he's great. He's... That... I said last week it was the best promo of the year. No, this week, this week was, this was just a fantastic, fantastic job by Sami Zayn. Well, it all makes we, sense. The best part is it all makes sense. Yes, that, that's exactly it. it. It's, ooh, the heel has a point and it's a good one. And for me, I'm, I'm going to tell you something because I wanted, I wanted to get to the good stuff here. This is why I made you restart this show, kayfabe, because we've been bitching for the last 45 minutes. Let's get to the good stuff. The best part to me was this li- that little flub in Sammy's promo where where he goes, and this comes from the heart Brian, as opposed to Dan, as opposed to you know the Daniel name. And I, I loved that little like fortunate error in there. Really kind of tied the whole promo together, but snarky, sassy Sammy Zane. Oh, give me this where, where he's just kind of has his feet legs crossed and leaning against the ropes like that. Listen to Daniel Bryan. I loved that. He brought in Daniel Bryan's, um, uh, whole career trajectory and then took it to the fans to say, yeah, you got behind him, but you didn't get behind me. I love that. Daniel Bryan is playing the whole, Hey, I was a heel at one time too. And it didn't really serve me all that well. And there's just a counterpoint to every counterpoint in this. This is such a great program. I went to ROH this weekend. Jimmy Jacobs was there. That was cool. I need 30 on Toru Yano. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.